We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. We didn't start the fire, but boy, is it raging. It is The Mark Milton Show. Smash with you right here from Miller Furniture Studios. I got to tell you what, Mark, before we do anything about anything, is there any way we can get to Rosalita sometime soon? Because Sam Page has opened up the restaurants out here in West County, and we can go back to Rosalita's. I'm thinking we go there right after the show today. We're there then. Get some quesadillas, <laughs> some fajitas. That's fantastic. Some margaritas. That's what we're doing. Chips and salsa. Just have a Delicious, good old time. Delicious, man. Yeah, so, 25% capacity, but yeah. um, if you're comfortable going out, they, they're they open. They have their patio, too, if the yep. water weather gets warm. And they also still have their really tremendous to-go specials, their family yeah, right packs up. that you can get. So be sure to check out Rosalita's. In De Pere mm-hmm. and downtown on Washington Avenue, yep. the best Tex-Mex you're going to find yeah, in is. the St. Louis area. Definitely, man. That was so, so good. Anything good come out of the uh, storming of the Capitol? No. No. I, I mean, I saw I glimpses. So I saw glimpses last night. Uh, again, we record on Thursdays, so I see glimpses of some cooperation, but I think it'll be fleeting. I think that the cynic in me, yeah. sees this as something the Democrats and the left can use to pretend like they're going to work with the Republicans. Right. To try and vice to have, versa. And vice versa. Um, you know, I was disgusted to see what happened. Yeah. I felt horrible for, you know, the police officers. How about that lady who died, man? Well, and you don't hear it. I don't know. I haven't and heard the... Well, that's a good point. You don't hear about I that. I haven't really heard... Much, I heard something on the radio that four that's people right. died, and I don't know... Really? Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Um, I got one, man, and I was that lady. She was a veteran of 14 years uh, with the armed forces, and she got shot in the neck, eventually uh, came to pass on the on the same day. Well, and here's the deal. I mean, it's hard to sympathize with someone if they were, you know, breaking into the Capitol. Yeah. I don't know if she had a weapon. There were reports that there was a gun, you know, gunfire yeah, right exchange, up. if she was shooting. I mean, and this is the problem with our society is, you know, we allowed basically chaos and anarchy for six months plus you know after the 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 george floyd oh, and, yeah, and right. all the all the different civil unrest that we yep. allowed and tolerated and so i think people i mean who i mean think how crazy you'd have to be to scale the wall of the capitol yeah storm it yeah. knowing that there are police i mean i would think to myself i would get shot like i'm going to get shot i mean it's almost like a suicide mission mm-hmm. but the, to me these officers showed tremendous restraint mm-hmm. not to shoot you know these people because you don't know if they're armed, yeah. right? I mean, right. your job is to defend the Capitol. And yeah. so I think there was a huge, just total lack of preparation for yesterday, or, you know, for, for Wednesday's, uh, the planned, you know, protest to not be prepared for that to potentially happen if exactly. you're the, the chief of the Capitol exactly. Police. I mean, I assume he's going to lose, he or she's going to lose their job I would as think a result so. of this. But I tell you what, the danger in all that was seeing that the Capitol Police weren't prepared seeing that our government was not protected. In reality, our government was not protected. If I'm a terrorist in another country, I would have said, dang, gone it, I should have jumped in that crowd because yeah. I could have stormed the Capitol. I'd have had the Capitol. I'd had hostages. Yeah, they could have taken killed over America. Yeah, they could have killed, you know, know. Uh, countless uh, senators, representatives. Exactly the right. vice president was there. Yeah, exactly It's very right. scary. And, and, and again, I said this about the prior pro- – it's lucky – fortunate that more people weren't killed i mean yeah. i remember thinking about kenosha and the craziness yeah, right. we saw there how were more people not killed how no, are no. more people not killed yesterday yeah. g- given what we saw it's disgusting um 
I really lost a lot of respect for Donald Trump, you know, this week. I feel like... Yeah. Is you know, he responsible been, for that, though? I don't know if he's responsible. Right. Certainly, I think, you know, I'm a personal responsibility person. I think every, every individual has personal responsibility. But when he started tweeting about, you know, January 6th is going to be an amazing day, yeah. like come to Washington, all that stuff. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of my thought is, you know, when you host a, a protest like that, and, and I and again, it it goes back to the things we saw happening, mm-hmm. you know, throughout this country for weeks on end in different cities, cities burning, businesses being destroyed. It's like, you know, you got to be better than that if you're in a position of leadership mm-hmm. and recognize that this has the potential to spiral out of control. Right. And so from that standpoint, he has responsibility um, but I think more so than that, it's the way this whole post, you know, post-election period is played out. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think that there are many issues that need to be looked at as far as election security, the process. I mean, this mail-in voting, absentee voting, early voting is, is a disaster in my opinion. It just leads to definitely, uh, belief that, you know, things were, were stolen or that there was fraud and then the inability by a lot of these you know, jurisdictions to be able to count votes in a timely manner is insane to me. Um, we saw it with the Georgia runoff. You know, you had one one uh, county at 10 o'clock at night, oh, we're going to stop voting like or stop counting the votes. Right. How's that possible? How, how do you not have a plan in place to count the votes, you know, through the night if you have to, but get it done? Don't leave it so that people can say, oh, well, there they go again. They stopped counting. What's going to happen, you know, in the wee hours of the night? And so to your question, like, is Trump responsible? I mean, to a certain degree, yes. But ultimately, like, everyone bears responsibility. Right. Both sides for what's happened the last year. Right? I mean, with just people feeling like they can do the kinds of things they did yesterday, you know. With Trump closing it down, a lot of people are saying, yeah, he was the general on this whole thing. I'm going to play off my phone Trump's speech on Twitter. Let's hear it. So here we go. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. All right, so a couple things there, all right? Him saying, repeating that the election was stolen, yeah. this was a landslide victory. I mean, to me, it, it continues what I consider to be just a lack of leadership. And, and more importantly, for, for Trump's legacy, this is what I, I don't think he grasps, yeah. is that he could have gone down as one of the greatest presidents in our history, sure. in my opinion, for what yeah. he's accomplished in the four years he was president. And what happened on Wednesday, I think, tarnishes all of that. Sure. I think all of his accomplishments, all of his, you know, policies and and things that I think could have had a lasting legacy have now been tarnished. Well, the left 
at this particular point in time is going to control history. And how they write this up is going to be how Trump is looked upon. And they're going to write him up as bad as you can write him up. Today, Trump puts this out on Twitter. I'm going to just read it to you real quick. Even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless, here and now, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. So now all of a sudden he's saying, I guess after that riot at the Capitol building, he better say something like that. Well, at this point, I mean, there's obviously no other alternative. Exactly. I think the, the public opinion has shifted so hard against him now um, from even Both those sides. who were his supporters. You know, I watched yeah. on late Wednesday night after the senators came back into the chamber. Um, you know, there were some, you know, pretty you know passionate speeches. And the one that stood out to me was from, Lindsey Graham yep. from South Carolina, who I don't necessarily agree with on a lot of things. I think, you know, he's had a lot of history with Donald right. Trump. Um, they've gone from hating each other to loving each other to, you know, yep. back and forth, back and forth. That's but ultimately, politics. I mean, Graham was one of his biggest surrogates, one yeah. of his biggest advocates. And I thought we could play this clip because it kind of encapsulates a lot of how I felt last night. And particularly what I was most disappointed with was – Trump in the 11th hour throwing Mike Pence under the bus because yeah. Mike Pence has been as loyal of a foot soldier as you could have as, yeah. as a president. Right. And I thought it was very unfair to throw it to Pence and say, Hey, it's up to you to undo, you know, undo the entire election. And that's, that, that wasn't a realistic thing. And I thought it was very unfair that he put him in that position. Well, then maybe now you understand the way that I felt when you wouldn't accept that piece of uh, promotional and uh, production effort that I put forth. I do understand. Do All right, okay. let's play that clip from Senator uh, Lindsey Graham. Enough's enough. We got to end it. Vice President Pence, what they're asking you to do, you won't do because you can't. You talk about interesting times. I associate myself with Rand Paul. How many times will you hear that? <laughs> The mob has done something nobody else could do to get me and Rand to agree. Rand is right. If you're a conservative, this is the most offensive concept in the world that a single person could disenfranchise 155 million people. The president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and the House of Representatives, open all certificates and the vote shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be president. Where in there does it say Mike can say, I don't like the results. I want to send them back to the states. I believe there was fraud. To the conservatives who believe in the Constitution, now is your chance to stand up and be counted. Originalism, count me in. It means what it says. So, Mike, Mr. Vice President, just hang in there. They, they said we can count on Mike. All of us can count on the Vice President. You're going to do the right thing. You're going to do the constitutional thing. You got a son who flies F-35s. You got a son-in-law who flies F-18s. They're out there flying so that we can get it right here. There are people dying to my good friend from Illinois to make sure we have a chance to argue among ourselves. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. The final thing, Joe Biden. I've traveled the world with Joe. I hoped he lost. I prayed he would lose. He won. He's the legitimate president of the United States. I cannot convince people, certain groups, by my words, but I will tell you by my actions, 
that maybe I, among any, above all others in this body, need to say this. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are lawfully elected and will become the president and the vice president of the United States on January the 20th. Pretty powerful stuff there. And it goes think, on to say enough is enough. I, I've, I've had enough of all this crap. Well, and I think that's what, you know, with the, 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 the protesters, the rioters coming into the Capitol, I think unified a lot of people who otherwise we're still going to maintain the, obje- you know, uh, the objections. And, Let's make this which, a better America. I think it was ill-conceived, this whole strategy of, oh, we're going to object and then yeah. we're going to debate it. And yeah. I, I, I don't think it realistically ever had a chance of overturning the election and then i think also there was this big fear that a lot of people had of a civil war yeah i think a lot of people were very nervous the stock market like people were concerned that like trump might lead an insurrection or lead some kind of a resistance and now i think that's sort of out out the window because of what happened this week they were calling him the jefferson davis of the modern confederate party the jefferson davis of the state's that seceded from the union, the new states are going See, I to think secede. That's a, I think that's way too strong. Okay? It is, I but, know. But I think with Trump, he, he's created a scenario where that they can make those accusations. Exactly right. Because if he had just, and I'm not saying he needed to accept the results right away, but like he's obviously had a lot of opportunities to challenge yeah. what happened legally. And yep. again, I still think he got screwed. I think there were things that happened, the coordination with the media, the social media. There was an unbelievably coordinated effort to defeat him by, you know, big tech, Wall mm-hmm. Street, yeah. you know, a lot of people who didn't want to see him continue as president. And I think that the coronavirus, COVID, China, I think they were all hoping that that Trump would not get reelected. Right. And it certainly all of, the, you know, 2020 derailed what was otherwise a, a, a really strong presidency. And, and in, in my opinion, he was surefire to be reelected without COVID. Do you see the purported Russian hacking most recently as portrayed by the liberal media, the Russian hacking as a response to Donald Trump losing the presidency? Which, which hacking was that? They hack all these computers all over the United States. Oh, I didn't even. And messed with the uh, election and all, all kinds of no, stuff. No, I think what Russia wants to do is just disrupt everything. I don't sure. think that they, you know, and we're playing That's right good. into their hands. That's I don't right. necessarily think they wanted Donald right. Trump to be president or somehow think that him being president is more beneficial to the Russian government or the mm-hmm. Russian people. They want chaos. And that's what we saw this week was yeah. utter chaos. And yeah. I mean, it looked like we were watching Venezuela or yeah. some other third world country. They saw us and, at our weakest point. really. And I think China wants that too. And that's yep. what people don't understand. You know, there've been new, new reports about, you know, confirming that this was indeed a man, you know, it was a, a, the, the virus warfare. originated right. in a lab somewhere. And yeah. so I just wish we could come together and, you know, recognize that we have differences on policy, right? Just because you disagree on policy doesn't make you a bad person, Mm -hmm. right? But the left, in my opinion, has done more to stoke anger and hatred, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, against people who don't agree with them. And so that's another issue I have with, you know, the protests. It's like, well, you've got AOC and, you know, Chris Cuomo and all these people. When the left's protesting, it's like, oh, well, this is fine. Like, it's okay to quote be on un- make people quote uncomfortable right. well those capitol police officers were pretty damn uncomfortable yeah, exactly. the democratic congress people who were huddled under their desks praying together yeah. were pretty uncomfortable yeah. so do they feel the same way about these these incidents as they i mean why should it be any different it well, shouldn't be tolerated when 
the people stormed the Capitol. Your CNNs, your liberal media portrayed them as insurgents, uh, insurrectists. And yet at the same time, that same, because I remember I was coming up the stairs and they said, did you see what's going uh, on? I said, no, because I've been working all morning. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, my goodness. And then I heard the lady, the same lady, say that these guys are insurgents who are storming the Capitol. But just a few months earlier, that same lady, while Kenosha was burning, said these are freedom fighters. And that's the reason you have these flames behind, because they want to po protest, but nobody will pay attention to their protest. Well, what is the difference, if that's the way you're going to call Absolutely. it? St. Louis. I mean, we had the burning downtown of this 7-Eleven. A police that's officer, right. former police officer yep. is murdered outside yep. of the pawn shop. Right. You don't hear the left, you know, calling out Democrat politicians, exactly right. Democrat leaders, asking them to condemn yeah. what's going on. So there's a clear double standard. I mean, we could talk for hours about that. That's Ultimately, divide. it shouldn't be tolerated, period. Yeah. We shouldn't tolerate this sort of, you know, violence and 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 um, basically rioting. I mean, it's, it's right. a form of terrorism. Um, I hope that we can come together um, as a country. I have very little confidence in our federal, you know, mm -hmm. leadership in terms mm -hmm. of the Congress and and, and really, frankly, Joe Biden, I, I don't know if he's the right guy to, to bring people together. And I still think there's going to be a huge segment of the population that's very unhappy. But ultimately, it's going to come down to policy. The next year, is with, the, with losing Georgia, now that the Democrats have full control, yeah. it's going to come down to policy. And if yeah. they start enacting the things that a lot of people fear, right, the socialistic yeah. policies, um, you know, the class warfare, if they continue down that road, I do think there's going to be you're going to continue to see some unrest and some mm -hmm. potential violence because people aren't going to tolerate, you know, taking from one person and giving to, you know, the redistribution of wealth, this, this crazy green new deal ideas that, you know, are going to just bankrupt our, you know, right. b destroy our economy. And so hopefully Joe Biden isn't as extreme as, as he seems to have gone by adopting some of the AOC mm -hmm. and other type policies. But I mean, the Democrats are in full control right now, yeah. and that's that's a scary thought as somebody who thinks our country was doing pretty well economically because of a lot of the policies and the things that Trump was doing. And so now all that's out the window. I mean, all of that can be undone now because you've got total control of the Senate, yeah. total control of right. the Congress, and now the White House. So that'd be interesting it'll to be watch. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in our next segment. We'll talk about the potential impact uh, mm -hmm. the Biden presidency will have on your. You know, on your wallet, on your uh, your bank account. Uh, if anybody would know, it would be the St. Louis tax lawyer, stltaxlawyer.com. That guy right there, Mark Milton. And honestly, I just pray for a country. I, I When I saw that yesterday, you know, on Wednesday, I was yeah. just saddened by what I saw. And I really hope, you know, we can, we can find a way forward where, you know, we can just have rational conversations mm -hmm. with each other. So it's depressing. It's very depressing. It's very depressing. I know. It's kind of like don't know how to close, but hey, let me close. But yet the stock market keeps rising. Yeah. That's what's that's unbelievable. wild. This is the Mark Milton it Show is. with the Smash broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. We'll be right back in a second.